After 114 games of the Indian Super League, Mumbai City FC and ATK Mohan Bagan uh, remained the only teams standing. Uh, we saw two fascinating semi-final contests earlier this week. Uh, Mumbai got the better of FC Goa in sudden death uh, in the penalty shootout after long periods of struggle uh, in that second leg. Uh, and in the other semi-final, ATK Mohan Bagan looked like they would win at a canter uh, when they took that uh, 2-0 lead. lead. Uh, but then almost botched their lines before surviving a, a late scare against Northeast United. Uh, Deman, fair enough to say that the most expensively assembled teams have made it to the final? Hard to disagree with you, Bhargav, uh, because they are indeed two teams that have uh, really not taken much into account about how much they're paying. Uh, mm. But, you know, while it is always good to have money to spend, that alone doesn't guarantee you success, uh, yeah. does it? Especially when you have a competition that is in the league-come-knockout format. Because, I mean, the number of games in the league, you the good teams, it is only the good teams that will essentially uh, make it beyond the league phase. Mm. And even then, there were times uh, over the four games of the semi-finals when it seemed that both FC Goa and Northeast United would upset the form. Mm. Yeah, I mean, especially FC Goa, I think in that first leg, uh, I mean, they had quite a few chances and mm. they will be disappointed by the fact that they didn't score uh, in that second leg. I mean, uh, James Donerkey had a very good chance to win it uh, within 90 minutes. Before that, Amrinder had made quite a few saves for Mumbai. Uh, and, you know, throughout that game, the Mumbai attack uh, looked a bit subdued. Uh, maybe they were parting their league uh, championship win, but uh, parting <laughs> days. But, you know, they didn't look uh, very effective. And uh, Goa really controlled that game in every aspect, uh, barring, of course, finishing. Uh, so, uh, you know, a disappointing end for them. But, uh, I mean, after the uh, summer they had when, you know, they lost uh, so many key players to Mumbai City, uh, I think they'll be very pleased by what has happened this season. Uh, I mean, they had a weaker squad and uh, people didn't know uh, what to expect from Juan Ferrando at the beginning. Absolutely. He did really well, played, uh, and they played really some really good football. So I think it's something good uh, for Ferrando to build upon. He'll be there uh, at FC Goa next season as well. So let's see, uh, you know, how to build upon this. Uh, and as far as the other semi-finalists concerned, I mean, that was quite an end to that game. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 
Pagan seemed like you know they were cruising uh, when they got that second goal. But yeah, two goals up with some 68 minutes gone. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So they seemed uh, to be cruising at that point. But then uh, you know VP Suhair scored uh, from that goalkeeping error from Arindam, and they got a penalty which Machado missed. Uh, and mm. a very costly mistake, uh, you know, missed from Ashutosh Mehta as well when right. he had, you know, half uh, of the goal open, uh, but he yeah. tied yeah. it as well. So, uh, you know, they gave uh, Bagan a real scare. And uh, like Goa, they have quite a few positives to take uh, away as well from the season. Uh, I mean, when Khalid Jamil took over uh, on interim basis, uh, they were really struggling at that point. Right. Uh, I don't think many people ha- would have expected uh, them to make the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, I mean, see, what uh, Ferrando and the FC Goa management have achieved uh, mm. is commendable. And, you know, not just the fact that they came this far, but even against uh, Mumbai in the league phase, mm. they really pushed hard at Mumbai in all those games. Even though in terms of squad strength, in terms of strength in depth, you would obviously say that Mumbai would be stronger. Mm. But, uh, even the league phase games, there was one very late penalty that helped Mumbai, uh, late goal that helped mm. Mumbai win, and in, then there was this dramatic three-three uh, uh, draw in the with, with yeah. goals coming on on either side uh, late in second half stoppage time. So they really FC Goa managed to prove that there really wasn't much difference between them, despite having lost so many players and despite the coach who had helmed the team for three seasons going over, they really managed to catch up with Mumbai City FC very commendably. And to me, the, the, the great takeaway is that you know they gave Ishan Pandita a platform to mm. show what he's capable of, which meant that along with Dheeraj, uh, again, mm. another goalkeeper who was not getting much of, much of chance at Mohan Bagan, and yeah. he went over there. And so, again, with Dheeraj, uh, Seriton and Adil, it has earned Ishan Pandita a call-up from, from Igor Stimash uh, for mm. the friendlies against Oman and the UAE uh, later this month. Mm. So, you know, and when it comes to Khalid, I think it would be understating the obvious to say that he has definitely staked the claim to be the full-time coach uh, at, at Northeast. But mm. you know what? I mean, I had this feeling. I mean, Khalid, mm. like you know, Vargas, that he has always been a coach who's organized his defense first, which is how he did it at Mumbai FC, which yeah. is how he did it at Aizol. Uh, and that Khalid suddenly takes on to the second leg. Mm. By trying to be positive, he sacrifices a central defender and a key central defender in Lambo, and mm. he starts with Silla. Do you think he kind of paid in mm. trying to be positive? Yeah, I mean, Lambo was a big miss, uh, you know, from that starting lineup. Uh, and uh, that difference did show when, you know, uh, in the first half, they had uh, Bagan had a few chances. Uh, mm. you know, but to be honest, I was not really surprised by Silla starting because uh, they didn't have. Uh, Dishon uh, point man. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they yeah. didn't have, uh, you know, looking at it from their perspective, uh, you know, from their offensive perspective, mm. uh, Brown was mm. not available to play the entire 90 minutes. And after that first leg, when they didn't really pose much of a threat to the Bagan defense. No, they didn't. Yeah, and yeah. I think maybe that uh, must have played into Khalid Jamil's mind going into this game. Uh, so mm. I think maybe that is why they started Silla. Uh, with uh, especially with Brown not available, but of mm. course with the restrictions in number of uh, foreign players, they, that meant right. that they had to drop someone and Lambo. and the sacrificial lamb in this case was Lambo. So uh, mm. 
that did cost uh, notice a bit because uh, Mashur Sharif was not really able to deal with uh, Roy Krishna very well. But then again, you also have to give credit to Krishna as well. I mean, his movement was fantastic throughout that game. And at times he dropped deep whenever needed. And that allowed both uh, David Williams and Manbir uh, to have a greater say uh, going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Krishna's influence this time has been even greater than last term. And yeah. I say this because, you know, he could and he should win the the golden boot and the golden ball. Mm. I think that's something only Stephen Mendoza did in 2015 and, and Ferran Corominas, I think, did in 2018-19, if I'm not wrong. So, uh, Krishna's influence, I say, has been greater because, mm. well, it is in the second season you say that the players really show whether they're up to it or not. Because in the first season when he came to India, he was a bit of an unknown commodity and uh, people didn't know what to expect from him, whatever. But by this time, uh, every coach had made their plans for him. Mm. And yet, few could stop his relentless pursuits for goals and assists. I mean, look at it this way. He and Valskis battled for the golden boot last term. And I know that it takes more than one player to make a difference. But it can't be denied that Valskis really didn't have the season Jamshedpur expected him to, did he? Oh, he didn't. I mean, of course, nowhere near the season he had last time. Uh, but, you know, Krishna was incredible throughout the season. I mean, and his versatility, his flexibility, uh, mm. you know, in terms of positioning, uh, in terms of his movement, it's been there for everyone to see. Uh, we know how good he is as a number nine. Um, right. How he is the focal point of that Pagan attack. But as I said, he you know, often drops deep, creates space for others uh, like Manveer, uh, Williams uh, to mm. come in centrally. Uh, and he has the passing range of you know, a traditional playmaker. Uh, all of Pagan's yeah. goals in uh, that semi-final tie went through Krishna. Uh, yes, he put yes. Williams through on goal uh, for that opening goal in the first leg and also in the second leg. Uh, again, in the second leg, he put Manveer through for that crucial second goal. So, uh, he has been very effective uh, in that role. Uh, and he has stitched together a very uh, strong partnership, uh, an effective partnership with uh, David Williams. Uh, and it has probably helped that they have been playing together even before uh, coming to the ISL. Yeah, they obviously have some kind of an understanding that they've brought to ATK Mohan Bagan. And, you know, you mentioned two assists. He could have also got a third assist had Regin Michael not blasted yeah. over in late late in the game. So, to me also, you know, what, what really stands out is that Krishna is so aware of, he's so alert to the situation all the time. Yes. He knows when to waste time. He'll take the ball away for a corner. He'll just wait there. He's so strong, you can't get the ball off him. Or he'll track back. He's always aware of players around him. So, that I think makes it, you know, ATK have just pretty much one way of playing. ATK Mohan Bagan pretty much yeah. have one way of playing, which is just playing that out ball to Krishna mm. or going for a set piece and trying to aim for Krishna and then wait for the second ball or whatever. Mm. In that, even then, he becomes so hard to stop. And I'm saying this because everybody knows this is how ATK, is go- ATK Mohan Bagan is going to play. Mm. But yet they can't stop Krishna. We spoke to Kibu Vikunia, the former Kerala Blasters coach and the man who helmed Mohan Bagan to the I-League title last season mm-hmm. uh, on Roy Krishna. Uh, so, let's hear what he has to say. Roy Krishna is a fantastic, uh, fantastic player, one of the best uh, strikers and players in the ISL. Uh, what I like of him is that he's uh, able to play very well because he's technically and tactically well in the in positional attack because uh, he understands the game 
he looked at the spaces he has the the ability to play association football and also he's fantastic in the transitions no the way ATK is playing is fantastic he's fast and he's able to, to score goal in a very good individual action he's able to play a fast uh, counter attack with Williams or uh, Mambir and also he's able to the last pass is a perhaps uh, if not the the most is one of the most complete players in the ISL is a differential player So, uh, Timan, how do you think the final is going to play out? Uh, Habas has a thing for ISL finals. He has never lost one. Uh, but he hasn't beaten Mumbai even once uh, this season uh, and losing the Champions League spot in the process. You know, let's do it this way. Let's try and analyze the teams. You know, more or less, we have a fair idea of, you know, how mm-hmm. the teams are going to line up. So, you know, I think Amrinder is better in goal than Aurindam. Uh, mm. There are times uh, when Orindam hesitates to collect the aerial balls. He mm. ends up punching them often in front, and that causes complete chaos in the defense. I mean, even the Ashutosh Mehta miss that you mentioned yeah. came because Orindam did not drip. Of course, the VP Suhair goal happened because under no pressure, Orindam suddenly decided instead of collecting the ball, he decided to punch it in front mm. and caught everybody by surprise. I mean, no disrespect to Orindam, he have, he works very hard uh, mm. on his fitness in off seasons. I know that he he takes time out. He spends his own money to ensure that you know he does the right things, eats the right kind of food, trains. Even in the lockdown, he had gone out to train on his own. Uh, he goes to Bombay. He used to take advice from Heath Matthews at one point in time. So mm-hmm. all these things have kept Orindam relevant, and he, you know, he has he's a contender for the Golden Glove. But I don't know why there are times when he switches off, and mm-hmm. if a goalkeeper switches off, then you have a problem. Amrinder. On the other hand, seems uh, a lot surer. And you mentioned yeah. how he kept Mumbai in the semi-final with with a number of uh, saves. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 not coincidental that both have clean sheets, uh, ten ten clean sheets. So mm-hmm. I would say that you know Amrinder is a little ahead of Arindam mm-hmm. as far as the goal goes. So mm-hmm. you tell me about how does how the defense looks? Yeah, I mean. Uh, we, we've seen Bagan, uh, how they play, uh, and they're very good. They're uh, very well set up, very well organized at the back. Uh, and they looked assured uh, at the back for most of the semi-final tie, uh, you know, mm. barring with the exception, of course, of the last 20 minutes. <laughs> when it got really hectic, yes. Yeah. So, but, you know, maybe tired legs, uh, but uh, mm. Naughty did play well those last 20 mm. minutes. But uh, I won't be surprised if, if they continue with that same setup uh, as in the second leg when they play the final because that helps them uh, provide some cover for both Jingan and TV uh, with uh, you know Matthew and Lenny playing in front of them and especially uh, when they need to deal with someone like Lefondra or Ogbeche. I think there are a couple of things that can count against uh, Mumbai because firstly. They almost got knocked out by Goa, uh, and they were very vulnerable in that semi-final right. time. Uh, and when you play against an attack that is led by someone like Roy Krishna, you can't afford to concede uh, concede the kind of space uh, that they did against Goa. So uh, that will be something that Lobera will make sure that uh, his defense works on that. Uh, and also at the same time, this is Mumbai City's first ever final, uh, and they're playing against a team that is coached uh, by a two-time winner. So I think 
that is something that uh, habas has more experience of his players as well uh, have the experience of winning a final right and and you know habas has never lost a final so and and uh, that could have a bearing on how this game turns out i mean if you look at the midfield i i think hugo bumu and ahmed jahu are possibly the best creative pair in this isl season uh, and it is an area where mohan bagan have had problems because with edu garcia he he mm. played for part of the first leg he was injured for a long time he wasn't even in the substitutes list so i'm assuming he's possibly not fit mm. so edu garcia is not available javi hernandez uh, has really not had a good season and yeah. uh, he's also you know once in a while he started in the middle he once in a while he's gone wide he possibly is, hasn't really settled into providing the kind of ball which often means that krishna has to drop deep so mm. and and to compensate for that and this is where uh, we you know this is where it shows that you know they have not really cut any corners uh, mohan bagan signed marcelinho but again yeah. marcelinho uh, because possibly he did not have much of game time he you know got into the deep end he's also not been very consistent so you know in so far as creation in the midfield is concerned i would still think that mumbai are slightly ahead bipin mm-hmm. uh, singh space could keep keep uh, shubhashish bose busy but manveer could do that to either uh, you know mandar or vignesh dakshinamurthy whoever starts i mean mandar started as right back and had such a poor game that he did not even play he did not even start the next game even so mm-hmm. and they they went on with the uh original choice of the left back uh, which yeah. was dakshinamurthy but but what i do think is that you know manveer's ability to finish moves and the kind of confidence he's going to take into the game uh, given that uh, he scored six goals already in the season one of them being the decider in the semi final i think that kind of puts uh, mohan bagan at a slight advantage uh, when it comes to people from the middle going out and scoring goals so yeah. maybe you know in you know or if you if you if you weigh them carefully we we could possibly say that the midfield is more or less evenly balanced yeah i mean and uh, you look at the attack uh, both sides hmm. attacks uh, i think most people would say that mumbai have the strongest attack on paper uh, but at the same time lefondra hasn't uh, scored in the in their last five games and as goa showed in extra time in that second leg uh, you know someone like ogbeche uh, can be left isolated if you can cut the supply line from the likes of bumu uh, yeah and the other thing is that you know lefondre and ogbeche have also played together but yeah. they've not really been as effective as they should be given the kind yeah. of reputation they bring in so so even that's something that you know mumbai could be a little worried about absolutely they haven't been as effective together uh, mm-hmm. as expected as uh, you know maybe if you compare it to the partnership of williams and absolutely absolutely near as effective uh, but you know they also have players like bipin vikram pratap who can you know uh, inject pace they can take full backs out of their positions they can create space uh, mm. so that is something that uh, they can call upon uh, and mm-hmm. for bagan on the other hand we have seen of course we've seen how good krishna and williams are as a combination uh, and they have the threat of uh, Uh, Manveer as well. They can call upon the likes of Marcelino, uh, Jayesh Rane as well. So they have a lot of options as well uh, going forward. Yeah, I mean the other thing about Manveer, what I think also is interesting is that he is scoring goals with his left foot, and it is not his strongest foot. Hmm. So I'm saying that it gives him. It is he is now operating at a level of confidence, which gives him the confidence again. 
to try and do things which he possibly otherwise wouldn't have done, he, including the goal that he scored in the semi-final. He cut in from the right and mm. he took on two defenders and then he uses his left foot to score. So, mm. that gives always gives an, another option. So, yes, you like you said, you know, they can also call upon Marcelino and Jay Shrana to change if they want to change things. So, the depth, I think, with either team is not going to be much of a difference. But I think Mohan Bagan will take a lot of confidence uh, from the way they they played at least at the start of the second leg uh, mm. because they they had gone into that game on a bit of a slump they had drawn against hyderabad fc yeah. even though hyderabad fc were playing with 10 men for you know from the fifth minute or something uh, a win would have taken them to seal the afc champions league berth for yeah. them rendering the last match inconsequential and then they went ahead and lost the game to mumbai mm. which not only was disappointing because they it, it helped mumbai do the double on them it was more disappointing because obviously they wanted to sort of seal that champions league berth Yeah. That followed with a draw against Northeast, a team in terms of strength, in terms of depth, in terms of resources, are not really you know on mm. on on the same uh, level, mm. and the draw happened in the worst possible manner by taking a goal in deep in second half stoppage time. But from all that, to have started the way they did in the second leg, I think ATK Mohan Bagan will take some confidence. Mumbai, on the other hand, will be feeling a little lucky having mm. survived the shootout. So hopefully Saturday evening we'll have a final worthy of a season which definitely took a lot of effort to organize. See you next time then. This was an episode of Kicks for Free. Do like and follow us on @htsmartcast on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and write to us at podcast@hindustantimes.com. You can also follow us on our Twitter handles at dhimanhd and at bhargav sarma. You can listen to more podcasts by logging into htsmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.